Good morning. Uh, my name is Kosai Ikeda. Uh, I can't speak uh, directly in English. I have to apologize for talking while looking at the manuscript. Uh, it can be tiring to listen. So if you want to go to the restroom, you can go anytime and you wanna if you wanna sleep you can sleep <laughs> but just you don't speak in your sleep okay? uh, I serve a Kenryuji temple in Shonai town in Yamagata prefecture in the northeastern region of Japan it is a pleasure to meet you uh, on behalf of the head priest of Soto Zen Buddhist school in Japan I'm here um, as a teacher to convey his messages and teachings, last teachings. In the last year, I shared the Dharma talk on Zoom, but I'm finally here to share a Dharma talk in person. Regardless of our situations, the Buddha way manifests within our everyday life that we embody wholeheartedly. Uh, let's begin with the verses, uh, verse, uh, the verse chant. <clears throat> uh, you have papers, uh, and uh, we, you have uh, handouts. Hand you have Sangemo, repentance, uh, repentance verse, and Sankiemon, uh, three refuges prayer, and Ichibutsu Ryoso. Verses in worship of the three venerable ones on the page. So I will chant the uh, first line of repentance verse, like Kashaku Shozo Shoaku Go. Please repeat after me after I strike Kaishaku Kyoto like this. Again, I after I chant Kaiyum uh, Shitonjin Chi. Please repeat after me with the kaishak. We continue to chant the verses all the way to the last line. Namutaiso Josai Daishi Kezan Zenji. Please align your uh, posture, breath, and mind and repeat after me. Taking uh, Slowly taking your time. Kashaku Shozo Shoaku Go Kashaku Shozo Shoaku Go Kaiyun Shitonjin Chi Kaiyun Shitonjin Chi Namu Kieho Namu 
禅寺南無大僧城最大師経山禅寺南無大僧城最大師経山禅寺 Thank you very much. Now I chanted the verses, and after that we going to sit in zazen, and after that I am going to read a message from the kancho. It takes about fifteen minutes. Then after that I will talk about have a dharma talk thirty minutes. It's gonna be very long time. Be prepared. Okay. Uh, so <clears throat> I recommend that uh, you chant the verses regularly throughout the day. Today I chant, I share the verses in Japanese, but you can certainly chant the English translations. There is a no doubt that the habit will be become. A pillar of the mind. Uh, let's do zazen. Please pour your hands in cosmic mudra uh, by placing your left hand on top of your right hand, palms facing up. So let your thumbs slightly touch and support each other. Please straighten your back and breathe. Calmly, let's sit just a short time. Thank you very much. Please relax your body. Just like the verses we chanted together, I hope you can incorporate the practice of zazen into your everyday life. Your own karma. Forms your own self. Although we get swayed by our own ego, when we cumulatively practice the Buddha's karma with constancy through our body, speech, and mind, we will certainly find a refuge as a Buddha's Buddha's disciple within ourselves. Please keep this in mind and walk on your path. So here I have the official message from the Kancho. You have the papers that you can see the message. Uh, this one. Here's the picture. He is the Kancho on the photo shoot. This year, the head priest of Soto Zen School in Japan, I invite you to listen to his message in silence, in the posture and the mindset of Zazen. Okay, a message from the head priest of Soto Shu. We are now faced with many difficulties and uncertainties, and our way of life is being questioned. The global spread of the novel coronavirus has resulted in the loss of many.
precious lives, and people are in deep turmoil. International conflicts and civil wars, social problems such as poverty, discrimination, inequality, bullying, and incidents that take lives, as well as natural disasters and global environmental changes that have been occurring frequently in recent years, have brought about a crisis of survival for us all. What kind of way of life should we, who live by the teachings of the one Buddha and two founders, strive for? The Buddha taught us to live with wisdom and compassion. Wisdom is the ability to realize the truth of life, which is animated by all beings. Compassion is the ability to eliminate suffering and lead people to peace of the mind with a heart of in infinite empathy. With wisdom and compassion, we can be tolerant and accept each other's different standpoints. Keizan Zenji told us to accept the horrors and the sufferings of others as if they were our own and to live in harmony with one another. This year, let us continue to deepen our human relationships by sharing, supporting, and caring for one another with cooperation, one of the Bodhisattvas for embracing actions. Dogen Zenji stated, although this Dharma is abundantly present in each person, it isn't manifested without practice. In this way, he admonished us to carefully apply his teachings to our daily lives. Let us all join hands with the Buddha and proceed with the practice of a Bodhisattva by being familiar with Zazen and praying together to live peacefully so that no one in the world is left behind. Finally, in the coming year, memorial ceremony for the 700th anniversary of Daihonzan Sojiji founder, Taiso Keizan Jokin Zenji will be uh, celebrated. I hope that you will appreciate this precious opportunity to experience this Dharma connection and that you will deepen your faith together with us. Nam Shaka Buddha, Nam Great Ancestor Joyo Daishi, Dongen Zenji, Nam the Eminent Ancestor Josai Daishi, Keizan Zenji, Gasho. April 1st, 2023, Reverend Shuko Ishizuki, Head Priest of the Sotoshu. Thank you very much. Uh, in the face of many challenges and causes of our anxieties, 
questions about our way of life is being posed on us all. Not just serving our own benefit, we must learn to live together with others as if their concerns are your own. This is the practice of doji, cooperation or identical actions of bodhisattvas. Uh, there is a parable, parable. Uh, one, once people decided to host a festival in a village. As you know, sake is essential, an essential item for enshrining deities. You know, sake is mm -hmm. alcohol, right? Uh, but the village was very poor financially. Then, so one person made a suggestion. I have a good idea. Uh, we can each bring several ounces of sake. Then we can pour it into a big barrel and share it with everyone. Everyone thought that was a good idea. When the day of the festival came closer, one young man in the village had a thought. I feel like it's a bit wasteful to share the sake with everyone. Wait a minute. Since everyone else is bringing the sake, no one would notice it, even if I alone brought water. That's brilliant. I will bring water instead. Then all the villagers came together and poured their sake into a big barrel, barrel by, uh, one by one. After offering uh, ritual to the deity with the sake, they opened the barrel and had a toast. Then they realized they were just drinking water <laughs> instead of the sake. Do you get it? <laughs> Everyone brought water because every one of them thought no one else would notice it even if he or she alone would bring water. In reality, there might not be such a case, but I think there are various issues and problems. This kind of selfish thought conceived by each individual is causing. We think it cannot affect the environment even if I alone forget to turn off the light and waste the electricity a tiny bit. Though I bought too much food and wasted it, it just happens sometimes. My bad manners shouldn't be a problem if no one is watching, etc. If everyone in the world acts this way, the environmental and the environment and the system of the earth would immediately perish. The thought that I alone needed to benefit is precisely precisely the path to destruction. If you think about it this way, then you know that the world would immediately shift to uh, 
immediately shift its direction in a favorable way when each of us makes a tiny bit of effort to take the right actions. I believe we are in this pivotal moment to take even half a step forward with what we can do and continue to carry them out. So what can we do now? I want to say that we have Zazen. Uh, there was a documentary t uh, program on TV in Japan the other day featuring a small island with a population of about 500 in Italy. There is a nunnery and many sisters live there. It is a really a quiet island and I hear it is called the Island of Silence. Uh, there is a sign on the path leading toward the nunnery which says silence is love. One sister said, when you let yourself be in the world of silence, you will hear the voice of the world. You will hear the groaning. By letting ourselves be in silence, we can be intimate with the voice of the world. That is to say, we can be intimate with the voice of each and everyone. Silence is love. It is the teachings from the Christianity, but I felt it is also Zen. Zazen is the practice of Bodhisattva. In the book called Hokyoki, you know, Hokyoki, in which Dongyan recorded his own teacher's teachings, there is a line that says, in Zazen, we do not forget sentient beings. We do not abandon sentient beings. Furthermore, we always extend our compassion to even insects and vow to deliver them the circulate and extend all merit to all beings. It teaches us to sit straight with a compassion mind that reaches all beings, including insects. Keizan Zenji, the book called Zazen Yojinki, that teaches us what to be aware of in Zazen, says, remain always in great compassion and dedicate the boundless merit of Zazen to all living beings. Maintain the virtue and afflictions, the vow to realize awakening and just sit, do nothing at all. This is the way to study them. Zen, Zazen of great compassion generates merit that is extended to the all living beings and to live our life in truth 
ending that delusions means to sit single-mindedly without aiming for anything. That is the essence of Zazen. The practice of the Bodhisattva we do with our vow to deliver all beings before delivering ourselves is to do what we do wholeheartedly without aiming for any purpose. We must keep in mind that it is the extremely important point of Zazen practice. Shobo Genzo says, when we cast away our body and mind into the house of the Buddha, and the practice is carried out by the Buddha. And when we follow the practice of the Buddha, we become the Buddha, leaving behind life and death without exerting effort or spending our mind. That is the practice of the Bodhisattva we call Shikantaza. But it is not only Zazen, but living daily life and placing our hands together and bowing is one of the practice of Bodhisattva. This prostration is an extremely important practice. I want to convey the importance of this worship. We put our hands together and prostrate completely, lowering our head. A chunk of ego that is quite hard to lower down, right? Once is never enough for me filled with ego. So we prostrate twice and three times. Then it is still not enough. So we prostrate today, tomorrow, and the day after, and so on. We prostrate this year, next year, this decade, and the next decade. If the prostration of this year are not enough, we prostrate in the next life and the life after. We have to be humble thoroughly. We step back once, twice, and then step back the third time to prostrate, lowering our head to the low, lowest over and over. This is a manner of practice that we throw away the, like this, uh, put your hand together, right? Then lower your head, throwing away uh, right leg, left leg, right hand, left hand, and then head. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, we call this prostration as gotai tochi. Gotai means five parts of the body. One, two, three, four, five. Then tochi means throwing away uh, to the ground. Gotai tochi. This is also uh, commonly seen in other religions. 
by prostrating uh, over and over, we approach the sacred place. I wonder, I wonder if you had seen the scene where the doshi, the uh, officiant, prostrates during the ceremonies of the Soto Zen Buddhism, where he or she prostrates and elevates the palms above the level of your ears like this. Uh, putting our hands together and prostrate, lowering our hand, heads lower, 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 not enough, lower, lower. <laughs> yeah. Then finally, you know, you put your head into the ground. Then elevates the palms above the level of your ears. So putting our hands together and prostrate, lowering our heads, it's, uh, you know, just indicates this, that. Put your head into the ground. Then you can receive and hold the feet of the Buddha above our head. This is called Busoku Chorai. Busoku Chorai. Busoku means the feet of the Buddha, and Chorai means receiving and holding. We humbly re receive and hold the feet of the Buddha. How filthy and humiliating it is to place a person's foot on our precious head. We feel sorry for having to press to the feet on the head given by my father and mother. Such thoughts might come to our minds, but we completely throw away such attachment and prostrate, casting away the body and the mind. When we can do this, the Buddha's feet can finally be placed on our heads. We have an expression that goes like this. What is noble is not the head or hands, but instead it is the feet. Become the person like the back of the foot, which quietly fulfills its role without ever being noticed, always facing the filthy and dirty place through its entire life. We must fulfill the task of this given life diligently, wholeheartedly, and quietly, even if no one ever notices it. There might be days winds blow intensely against us or storms hit. There might be days too painful to endure and keep going. Still, we do what must be done and cease to do what must not be done. We live our life wholeheartedly with dedication.
Among the renounced Japanese poets, there is a poet called Kenji Miyazawa. Uh, you have a poet on the page. I'd like to introduce his poem on this occasion. This poem is by far the most beloved work of his called Ame ni mo makesu, Unbeaten by Rain. I would read the poem in both Japanese and English. Okay. Unbeaten by rain, unbeaten by wind, unbowed by the snow and the summer heat. Strong in body, free from greed, without any anger, always serene, with a handful of brown rice a day, miso and a small amount of vegetables suffice. Whatever happens, consider yourself last, always put others first, understand from your observation and experience, never lose sight of these things. In the shadows of the pine groves in the fields, live modestly under a thatched roof. In the east, if there is a sick child, go there and take care of him. In the west, if there is an exhausted mother, Go there and relieve her of her burden. In the south, if there is a man near death, go there and comfort him. Tell him, don't be afraid. In the north, if there is an, there is an argument and a legal dispute, go there and persuade them. It's not worth it. Worth it. In a drought, shed tears. In a cold summer, carry on. Even with a, with a sense of loss, being called a fool, being neither praised nor burdened, such a person I want to be. So I will try to read it Japanese as well.雨にも負けず、風にも負けず、雪にも夏の暑さにも負けぬ、丈夫な体を持ち欲はなく決して怒らず、いつも静かに笑っている。一日に玄米四合と味噌と少しの野菜を食べ、あらゆることを自分を感
Uh, my teacher would say, this must be recited. So I can recite it. And all my children can recite it. Because it is like his will and all of his teachings. I said to them, you never know your grandfather, but you don't have to worry about it. This is grandfather himself. My teacher would say, this is the Buddha way. He served Ehage head monastery for many years since even before I was born. I believe he dedicated half of his priest life to Ehage temple. However, he suffered from Alzheimer's disease in his later years. After my training at Ehage was over, I don't remember him teaching me specific practice, practices. However, the only, only teaching that he shared with me was this poem and his words. This is the, the way. Uh, my teacher suffered Alzheimer's disease for 10 years and died 13 years ago at the age of 80. Among the well-known symptoms is wandering around aimlessly. My teacher was no exception and he, he wandered around every day. He simply kept walking whether it was sunny, rainy, or snowy. He kept writing the unbidden by rain indoor and he kept walking outdoor unbidden by rain. So there are still hundreds of sheets of papers of the unbidden by rain he wrote. The unbidden area, once densely covered in grass, became beaten enough for us to see a narrow path because he was wandering every day. The members and the neighbors of the temple all knew what was happening to him. Nonetheless, they watched over my teacher warmly, always taking to him. I am really grateful to them. After my teacher passed away, I had a chance to talk to a priest from the neighboring temple. When my teacher was wandering around, as he always would, a priest from another temple came to our temple on an errand and found him. He greeted him, saying, Reverend, it's a nice day today. Are you heading somewhere? Then my teacher replied, What are you talking about? We will reach the A.H. Temple. If we walk along the path, A.H. Temple is waiting for us at the end of this path. That is what your teacher said to me, said the priest. I was shocked to hear his words. Indeed, it might have come out of his mouth 
due to the disease. But I was moved to hear his words coming out of his mouth even in such condition with the disease. He then said, that's how the ones who walk on the Buddha way must be. That's how I felt to hear your teacher's words. Kosai-san, my name is Kosai. Kosai-san, please don't ever forget how your teacher lived his life. That was the story this priest shared with me. The path he walked every day was not merely a path to wander around. The path, the path is leading him to AH. All of us have our own paths that we have walked through and the path is to go on. Can you see the path and where it is leading you? It doesn't matter where it leads you. It doesn't matter who this I is. Simply just continue to walk on the path that is unfolding right in front of your eyes earnestly. Walk earnestly and sincerely one step at a time. I believe this was the teaching or a life of a Zen monk. Even if not everything goes according to our wishes, we are in the abyss of sorrow or in the midst of confusion or chaos or facing the inevitable illness or even if the names of our own children faded into oblivion, or we are at the peak of we are at the peak of happiness. We just walk, continue to walk on this path most earnestly and sincerely. That is the Buddha way. In every moment and in every place, the Buddha way extends and unfolds for us to walk. Rest assured, this is the path we walk together. Uh, that's it. Uh, although it was a long message, I hope you could understand the essence of my message apart from the contents of my message. I was actually quite anxious if you could understand my poor English. I'd like to extend my deep gratitude to Sensei. It's my hope that you will find it helpful to walk on the Buddha way. Thank you very much. This podcast was recorded at Hartford Street Zen Center, East Sanji, in San Francisco. Please help support our temple by making a donation at hszc.org.